All right, welcome back to the Fantasy Football Roadmap. Back for week 10, a little over halfway through the regular season, but we're gearing up to playoff time for fantasy season, which also means a trade deadline, if your league is set up correctly, it's coming up quick. So listen up to what we have to say today, make some deals, get ready for the playoffs. Uh, I made a deal today. I'm feeling good about it. I got Zeke uh, for some RB2s, uh, filled out the other team pretty well. But uh, we'll talk about that later. Lad and Steve are here. How are you guys doing? Good. How's it going? I was just feeling great. Oh, just hoping, hoping that uh, Stefan digs rib seal pretty soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be real neat. He's got a week off. He should be out of yeah, I hope so. There's no way he doesn't. Uh, so we're going to look over what we did last week uh, overall in our pick em. Uh Justin is 26, 27, and 2, just under the winning number. Steve, 25, 28, and 2, and I am 28, 25, and 2. Uh, Gleason, the guy you heard for two matchups last week because <laughs> his phone is awesome, was 8, 4, and 0. Oh. So if you listen to him, you're in the money. Uh, Daily, I'm up first place, 496, 26. Justin's 478, 58, and right behind is Steve, 478.4. Needed like two more yards <laughs> rushing to take over second place. Uh, yeah, so we're doing we're doing all right there. We're going to get into the matchups right away here, though. we got a packed show. Uh, Justin's going to go over Carolina and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, the six-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. Yeah, thanks, Ben. I'm going to go over this one for you guys. I got you covered. Pittsburgh, six-and-a-half-point favorite. you got to take Carolina. Listen, Carolina's given up four yards a carry, but they've only given up three rushing touchdowns on the season. Uh, defense is very underrated. They're hovering around one touchdown-to-one pick ratio per game. It's a Thursday night game. Six seems like a lot to take there in a Thursday night game, which is typically lower scoring and more conservative on offense. Uh, The advice you're going to want, though, I'm going to sit Big Ben. I know he's at home, but like I said, that Carolina defense is pretty good. Um, I'm also going to sit Vance McDonald because he's Vance McDonald. Um, (laughs) My starts are actually going to still be Cam Newton. James Conner is probably going to do well running the ball. I just don't know if he's going to score a lot. And then Antonio Brown, you're obviously going to play because it's Antonio Brown. But those are the ones I think you want to start. And definitely, I would still very much sit Big Ben. I know he's at home, but he's not – it's still Big Ben. He's still prone to turnovers, and Carolina is a very opt- opportunistic defense. So taking Carolina yeah. in this one and taking those six-and-a-half points. Yeah, I'm also – I'm going to go the other way. I'm going Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's at home. It's a Thursday night game, like you said, which means it's going to be weird. I'm hoping, like, you know, last second Juju Smith's touchdown type of thing. I think it's going to be close, like you said, to like 17 10 or something. Steve, who'd you pick on that one? Uh, I'm going with Pittsburgh on that one, too. And I am going to go against Justin here on that Vance McDonald pick. Carolina gives up the most points to tight ends. I think that's actually a decent play. But I don't know. Vance has been so up and down, man. That Pittsburgh, it's hard to figure out there with Jesse James and Vance and Juju and James Conner and Antonio Brown. It's a lot mm-hmm. of feed. But yeah. They're giving up a lot of tight ends. Definitely worth a shot. Steve's going over the next matchup, Chicago and Detroit. I'm calling. Bears and the and the Motor City Kitties. <laughs> Who you got, Steve? I'm going with a defensive game here. I don't like a whole lot of players on either side. The Lions aren't really giving up much to the quarterbacks. The Bears aren't either. Uh, I'm not pl- going to advise starting either of them. Uh, watch for Stafford to underperform here. Um, the Bears are also tough on running back, so I think that carry on it needs to be at least moved down to an RB3, maybe a flex. Um, mm. Detroit's run defense has upgraded over the last couple of weeks. They got Snacks Harrison from the Giants. So mm-hmm. they on paper, they don't look very good against the run. 
But I think that he inserts himself in there and makes a difference on that run defensive stat sheet. Uh, so I would temper expectations for Jordan Howard as well. Uh, I think I think Cohen might be the guy to play on that Bears offense this week. Yeah, uh, you're keeping away from Darius Slay as much as you can because he's a pick machine. Um, I, I see a lot of checkdowns, maybe a little Trey Burton sprinkled in there. Um, I I just don't like a whole lot of guys on either side of this this game right now. Yeah, held uh, Thielen to four for 22 in a touchdown last mm-hmm. week. Uh, the run game last week for the Vikings did do pretty well. Dalvin Cook came back at mm-hmm. a 70-yard gash. Right. Otherwise, it was nine for, what, 15, 20? So. Right. Uh, right. And Latavius got that fall-in touchdown. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a heck of a performance by the Lions mm-hmm. defense. Definitely made the Vikings look – I mean, if the Vikings defense didn't have 10 sacks, I think it could have been a different mm-hmm. game. But what's underperforming? You said Stafford might underperform. What's that for Stafford now, like six points? And um, I mean, he only had like seven last week. So, mm-hmm. I mean – I think another week like that is possible for him. I think they need to run on the lean. The, they need to lean on the run game just a little bit more than they have in the past. Um, I, I think Jim Bob Cooter kind of knows that. I think Patricia knows that. And I think they want to feed carry on, but against this defense, that's just the wrong defense to do that with. But uh, yeah, I mean, rough. I just, I just don't see a whole lot going either way on either side. It's like a 16 to 14 type of game. Sure. Um, yeah. The, I think the touchdowns are at random and you could see a blount fall in here too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm going to take Detroit in this one. I kind of disagree. I mean, let's not forget, as of three weeks ago, it, Minnesota finally scored their first rushing touchdown, so their <laughs> their lack of success in the run game doesn't surprise me very much last week. And, you know, coming into the season, Minnesota was supposed to have a great pass defense, so that also isn't super surprising. I think what I'm looking for in this game, I think I like the six points that they're getting, and um, I think Stafford just had a down game. And, you know, if Khalil Mack's not back, Chicago had a great day last week, but they were also playing Nathan Peterman. So I think we're kind of going a little bit too high based off that game too. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Chicago's six-point favorite in this one. Just took Detroit. Steve took Chicago. I'm also taking Chicago. Uh, I think that the Lions defense is better than we're giving them credit for, and Mitch Trubisky is rough uh, on offense. He's still pretty young. Uh, But I do like the Lions defense. I don't like the Lions offense at all in this game. I think Stafford looked lost last week, and I think that's going to continue. So I'm going to stick with the Bears. Minus six. Next up, we got the Saints and the Bengals. That's what I'm going to talk to you about. Saints are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to take that action. They're on the road in Cincinnati, but as of right now, it looks like it's going to be sunny and mid-40s. So not big on the uh, weather factor in this game. Cincinnati against good passing offenses this year. Matt Ryan went for 419 and three touchdowns. Roethlisberger, 369 and a touchdown. Mahomes, 358 and four touchdowns. And the Fitzmagic, Jameis Winston combo went for 470 and three touchdowns. Look for Drew Brees to look good. QB1. Michael Thomas, a wide receiver one for sure. Uh, Traquan Smith could float in there as a wide receiver three. Dez is the new boy in town, but he's not going to know much about the offense yet. So Traquan Smith is the speedy guy that could do a lot of good things in this game. Kamar RB1, Ingram RB2, I would say in this game. Cincinnati against the run is not good. 128 yards a game allowed, 4.9 yards per carry. That's crazy high, especially with this high-octane offense. And if it is a weather issue game, look for the running game to take over because that's what the Saints can do to run that clock out. New Orleans, on the other hand, is allowing two startable wide receivers in almost every game and very little to running backs. Because of that, I'm putting Tyler Boyd at wide receiver one. A.J. Green is out this game. Tyler Boyd's going to pick up the flack, the, the leftovers of that. 
Joe Mixon, I moved into a flex or RB3 situation. Not sure he's going to have a great game. Not sure he's going to get a lot of looks. He could do well if you're in a PPR with some receptions. I uh, wouldn't look for him to get much on the ground, though. Uh, Uzoma is going to be a tight end one in this one with AJ Green out, like I said, and the Saints doing as poorly as they are against the pass game. Look for him to go over the middle and get some passes. That, as well, goes to John Ross being a wide receiver three or four. Look for him to get maybe one of those like four for 70 in a touchdown games if he can get loose in one of these games. What do you guys got on the picks on this one? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, – I went ahead and took – or sorry, Cincinnati in this one. And you guys both took New Orleans. I think, again, public's riding pretty high on that New Orleans win at, at uh, the Rams. Um, Cincinnati's had a rough go. A.J. Green's out. I look for this to actually be a lower-scoring game than people think. New Orleans defense is going to put a stop to Joe Mixon, and Andy Dalton's going to probably struggle, but I think Cincinnati's defense is going to show up in a big way in this game. So I'm going to ride that Cincinnati defense. Get it. Steve, did you take the Saints? Yep, I'm taking the Saints. I I think there's just too much firepower with an A.J. Greenless offense. I just don't think there's going to be enough firepower in Cincinnati's side to keep up. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot that's going to happen in that game. I think you're totally right. Speaking of offense, Atlanta up next against Cleveland. Atlanta, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Justin, what do you got on that? Uh, this one's going to be an interesting game. Listen, Atlanta's um, on, a, on a win streak here. They finally get back to four-and-four. Four. I was telling Steve earlier this morning, I think I think the NFC South is the most – I think it's the best conference in football right now from top to bottom. I mean, you're about your worst team is four-and-four. Um, however, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take the Cleveland Browns in this one. Uh, listen, the Falcons are giving up uh, league high catches to running backs right now. They lead the league and giving up 76 catches. We got 8.6 yards a catch going to them. They've also given up three touchdowns on the year, so I look for that to continue with my boy Duke Johnson, who is a great play this week in daily. Um, I'm taking Cleveland. I think you're gonna. I think I don't think they're gonna win, but I think they'll cover. I think it'll be okay. field goal game, 24-21 type game. And Atlanta tends to play better on defense, surprisingly, on the road. But Matt Ryan also struggles on the road. So, except for unless he's Fair in enough. Washington, yeah, <laughs> no one struggles in Washington. Let's be real. What's Cleveland's injury report look like? Because they lost all their backfield last week against the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm checking that right now because I was worried about their corners. Mm-hmm. You know, Calvin Ridley's looking. Calvin good. Ridley's uh, they're they are uh, they are definitely banged up this week. I think Denzel, yeah, Denzel Ward. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he worked on the side on a stationary bike all day today. EJ Gaines uh, on IR. Yeah. Kirksey went to IR. It's rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, you're down your best cornerback, and you have Matt Ryan, <laughs> Calvin Ridley, Tevin Coleman, and Julio Jones going to town. It's very rough. Mm-hmm. You know me. I, but you're I taking like, Cleveland. I like, All right. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I like the home dog. Yeah, no, that's definitely fair. Yeah, three and a half is a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to take Atlanta because – Atlanta's offense is great, and Cleveland's defense is not as good as we think it is. And I hate Greg Williams, so I kind of hope he gets fired. There might be a bounty on Julio or Calvin, <laughs> but I'm sure that joke's been made a thousand times. So, yeah, if Matt Ryan gets hit low, look for uh, Greg Williams to get someone ten thousand hmm. dollars. Steve, you got in this one. I'm taking Atlanta. I don't think the Browns are going to be able to stop them all all day. Can the Browns yeah. stop Duke yeah. Johnson? Or can the Falcons? Stop? Ooh, true. I was going to yeah, say the Browns like could stop Duke Johnson. Game. <laughs> yeah any any duke johnson owner out there well no there probably aren't many left they dropped but look for him this week yeah i was surprised i started him last week on our league of record out of desperation and it paid off but i still lost yeah he that yeah that uh that 
offensive coordinator is uh, really in love with Duke Johnson. So that's probably a good sign for any Duke Johnson owner out there. All right, that's good on that one. Uh, Tennessee and New England. Tennessee is a weird team that no one can really figure out, and New England is, well, the Patriots. So, Steve, what do you think on this game? I think there's going to be a little bit of scoring going on. So, <laughs> so, so we're starting wide receivers here. Both teams give up quite a bit of points to their wideouts. Uh, I think Mariota actually has a good game here. I think he gets the ball mm-hmm. out to them. Uh, big plays. I mean, the Patriots are going to put up points. You know that the Titans are going to have to keep up in order to play. Um, the the Pats give up a lot of points to QP position as well with everybody playing uh, catch up. And Tennessee doesn't give up a whole lot, but the, they haven't played a whole lot of people either. Uh, they played Dak last week, if that tells you a whole lot. So their, <laughs> their number might be a little bit. I'm not going to sit Tom Brady because he's playing Tennessee by any means. Uh, Titans yeah. is pretty stingy on the run as well. They give up the 29th most points. Personally, though, I'm still going with Sony, and I don't think there's anybody in the world that's going to bench James White right now. Uh, the mm-hmm. Titans actually give up the fewest points to tight ends on the season as well. Gronk's not healthy. I don't think you would trust playing him this week if it were me. Um, I, I just don't see an opening for him there. Yeah, I mean, do you think the only thing holding back Marcus Mariota is Marcus Mariota? Yeah, I don't know quite what their offensive plan is trying to do. I mean, last year we tried to see the exotic smash mouth. I think this year they've gone more to a spread system, and that's why you're not seeing Derrick Henry used like he was before. Uh, I think Is exotic smash mouth just singing all-star in Portuguese? I think that sounds about right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I at some point you got to stop blaming someone, right? But I also – I mean, listen, I've said it from week one. I – I, I I don't know how on earth this guy got a head coaching job in Tennessee. Mike Vrabel. I I just don't get it. I I would have hired. I mean, any good franchise would have hired an offensive minded head coach for a quarterback that hadn't really been living up to expectations. But instead, we have Mike Vrabel and an underachieving Mariota again. So you do the math there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, they picked up Matt Lafleur who is like the up-and-coming mm-hmm. kid for offense coordinators, but his system just doesn't seem to be meshing with Marcus Mariota very well. Mm-hmm. Mariota just doesn't look that good either. Like, honestly, that whole draft class is looking rough for quarterbacks. That James isn't playing well. Uh, Marcus isn't playing well. It's like, I might even bust. Like, it's, it's about time we can say it. Like, it's looking like a bust. Like, he can run, but he doesn't – he's timid. Like, he doesn't – is that what he is that? I think that's the right word for it. Like I think, timid I think they're afraid to have him get hurt. I think they're so, trying to tell him not to take those hits where who, he was taken at early. But injuries yeah, might would, have done a number on him too. For who sure. would you have? Who would you rather have starting this week if you were the Titans? Marcus Mariota, Jake Locker, or Vince Young? <laughs> wow, uh, Mariota probably is who I'm still sticking with. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, out of out of Cheesecake Factory and the guy who quit. Uh, yeah, probably. So those are the last three guys they've drafted it. And, and what do you, do you just keep, you just kind of keep taking your shots, I guess. I mean, you could honestly say any one of those names and I would say no. Hmm. Sounds like right. the Vikings like draft class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know, Vikings or the quarterback draft. Before they got I'd take Christian Ponder over Marcus Mayo. Hmm. What about EJ Manuel? Oh, I would take, uh, literally everyone except EJ Manuel. Even, so is that, hold on, hold on. Can I, can I quote you on that? Yeah, go. Or you get Nathan Peterman. That's fine. I'll take it. At least I can like blame Mark, Nathan Peterman. EJ Manuel just somehow like EJ Manuel's just good enough that everyone's kind of like, eh, well, maybe it was as a Bills fan, I'd rather have EJ Manuel than Nathan Peterman. Oh yeah, yeah, Nathan Peterman's got awful. 
I mean, who, what other quarterbacks were in that draft class? G, uh, Teddy, or not Teddy, but uh, Gino. Gino Smith, good lord! I'd like to see him get a shot somewhere, but I don't think it'll ever happen. Well, I mean, he got booed off the field when oh, we wait, started. We're we talking about that Mariota class. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, that was this was a different class. I was talking about the EJ Manuel class. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at right now. See if I can find it. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Bryce Petty, Garrett Grayson, Brett Hundley, Sean Mannion, and Trevor. You know, I'm a guy that will own up to my mistakes. Yikes. I thought that Bryce Petty was the next big thing. Yikes. He's in that Baylor offense. Bryce Petty did look good in college. I mean, I I, I, I always thought I always thought Russell Wilson going into the draft was going to be good, so I got that one right. But Bryce Petty, I was True. wrong. Yeah. I called Baker Mayfield. <laughs> the I think we all. I missed on Matt Weiner, and I thought he was going to be a stud. Well, oh, coming out of college, was, we all. Did. And college is great. Yeah, yeah, he was amazing. I mean, NFL's hard, man. That's why we're sitting here talking about it instead of doing. It. Uh, I took New England minus six in this game. Are you guys agreeing? Yes. yes. All right, good job. <laughs> uh, another game that might be on television: Jacksonville and Indianapolis. Holy lord! These two have to play twice in the next like three weeks. This is Happy I own Andrew Luck. Not. Yeah. So, last four. Well, maybe. Hear me out. Last four games. Carson Wentz, 286 and three touchdowns. This is against Jacksonville. Josh Adams, running back, 61 yards. Deshaun Watson, 139 and a touchdown. That's eh, not great. But Lamar Miller, 100 yards and a touchdown. Dak, 183 and two touchdowns, which for him is like all-star. Uh, Zeke, 106 and a touchdown in that game. Mahomey, 313 and two picks. Hunt had 87 yards and a touchdown in that game. So because of that, I'm saying luck is a QB2, borderline QB1. Uh, it's going to kind of depend on game flow. If Blake is giving you four interceptions, uh, Andy, Andy Luck's going to have a good day. Marlon Mack is going to be an RB2 in this game. Again, it's going to be game script. Uh, if they're throwing a lot because Blake is giving them a hard time on offense, then they're going to be uh, throwing a lot. Not to Marlon Mack. T.Y. Hilton's a wide receiver, too. Uh, I think Jalen Ramsey's kind of dead in the water right now as far as being useful. Uh, so he's going to be a no-go for me. I, I'd say Hilton's, you know, you can look for him to get 770 and maybe a touchdown on there. Uh, and Ebron and Jack Doyle together are going to be a tight end too. You know, touchdown dependent. It's uh, Jacksonville does a good job against tight ends. If they get a touchdown, though, it's you're good. Uh, Indy, against similar offenses to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ready for these names? The Oakland Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr, 244, three touchdowns. Doug Martin, 72 and Jared Cook, 74 and a touchdown. The Bills. Now, this was Derek Anderson's first game, uh, so we're not going to talk about it. But the Jets, Darnold, 280, two touchdowns. Powell had 59 yards on the ground, and Curse had 94 in the air. And he's allowing 109 yards on the ground and 261 through the air right now. Not as bad of a defense as people thought, but Blake Bortles, you don't start. I don't think you start Hyde or Fournette or Yeldon with any kind of confidence until we figure out how that's going to go. And one wide receiver is going to be startable for the Jaguars, but you don't know who it is. Four of them have 50 targets. None of them have over 55. So it's a dart throw. So unless you're out for bye weeks, stay away from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do you guys think the same thing about the Fournette Hyde Yeldon situation? Do you wait and see how it plays out? I'm in daily, and I'm in a tournament for a million dollars. I'm playing Leonard Fournette. Hmm. I'm just yeah. afraid he's going to be on a pitch count. He sees five to ten carries, and they get him out of there if they get up. I don't think they're going to use him as the battering ram his first week back. I think you're going to see a little bit more hide than we wanted if you're a Fournette owner. I know, but they're playing the Indianapolis Colts defense. All you need is like three carries. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you could do a Dalvin Cook and get one for 
Yeah. Yeah. I just listen. I mean, obviously, if if it's if it's a normal week, let me put it this way: if it's if you're in desperation mode and you need to win out to make the playoffs, and you're trying you're struggling to choose between, um. You're struggling to choose between Leonard Fournette and someone outside the top twenty-four. I'm probably going to play Fournette if my season's on. The That's fair. That's but fair. if you have yeah, other that options, valuation and totally. you have leverage, then yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, I so in line on this one. Indy's minus three. They're at home. Uh, it seems like there's giving that to them. I'm going to take Jacksonville plus three. I think it's going to be close enough that you know they can make it a two-point game or win. Justin, who you got in this one? I'm going to go, you know, it's going to be, I always go against the green and it didn't do well last week, but hey, I'm going to take Andrew Luck. I like taking the better quarterback in matchups like this. Uh, line sure. seems about right. It's not, there's no home dog and it, it just makes sense. So I think the better team should win with the better quarterback. And so I'm going to take Andrew Luck. Nice. Steve, who you got? In this I'm one? taking Jacksonville. I think their defense is going to start getting right here and they go back to dominating here pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's. I think they have. This is turnaround time for them. Mm-hmm. If they win out here, they're gonna take that division's up for like no one wants it. It's the exact opposite of the uh, what were we talking about? The best division was NFC North, the uh, NFC South. Yeah, it's the exact yeah. opposite of that. No one wants to win this. It's like the NFC East. It's like well, it's so it's so much proof of that is when you go forward in overtime. <laughs> I'm fourth down. Fourth down from your own. 30 they literally down. don't want to Great. win. They literally. I'd rather lose than tie. Smart, smart. And the the Texans haven't lost since. Great, great. Uh, all right, speaking of uh, team games that might be on television, uh, the, the Chiefs, Pat Mahomes, are playing at home against Arizona Cardinals. The Chiefs are a 17-point favorite. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> I think Alabama would be a better uh, point spread matchup than the Arizona Cardinals at this point. So you're gonna have to, ex- Justin. Let us know about the Chiefs and the Cardinals. Yeah, so I'm actually reporting live outside of Arrowhead. No, not really, but <laughs> close enough. Whatever. Close, close enough. <laughs> uh, we'll listen, we are they are expecting snow here this weekend. Uh, two oh. run, two teams are just pitiful against the run. Um, I'm actually starting all my running backs in this matchup, and I'm gonna take the Cardinals to cover the 17, but lose by 16. Um, <laughs> Listen, you look at both defenses. They're both terrible against the run. I just think that this game is going to mainly come down to the fact that they're going to that there's not going to be a lot of passing. I think the goal for Kansas City in this game is to escape with a win with no injuries. So I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to show much. They don't have a lot to gain by beating a team they should beat. And both of them are giving up over five yards of carry. So starting to, uh, both running backs in this game, um, Probably still going to start Kelsey. You might get a you might get a touchdown pass from Mahomes, but I don't think you're going to get a normal three touchdown game from him. Sitting most receivers and Josh Rosen. Um, I think it'll be closer than people think, but Kansas City is going to win this. They just want to get out of here without any injuries. I uh, I didn't look at the schedule before I made my pick. I took the Chiefs minus seventeen. I'm starting to regret it now because you know what the next game is for the Chiefs? The Rams in Mexico City. So this could be one of those games where they look ahead of mm. week and get. They were not going to lose to the Cardinals, but they could like win by ten. Yeah, I mean, even people down here. I was listening to the radio, and they, even the fans, are setting the expectation where if we have to win by a last second field goal, we're not going to be mad because literally the yeah. goal is to escape this game for next week. You play to win right. the game, exactly, and not mm-hmm. get hurt. Uh, the money line in this one for the Chiefs is minus two thousand. 
So, mm. yeah. just so you know, people, Great. you know, it was plus a thousand for Buffalo to beat the Vikings. It was. Then rich man. Sure was. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, so Justin has Arizona at plus 17. I have the Chiefs minus 17. Steve, what are you doing? I'm going with the Chiefs. I think they can get up early by halftime. I'm afraid that people start sitting at halftime, but I'm not sure. Another thing to note, Sammy Watkins is hurt with a foot injury. Hopefully it's not his foot that they've worked on before. I have heard they aren't quite sure what's going on with it, but it's hmm. something that you probably need to monitor if you're an owner. I don't I feel like a... They should sit in, right? Um, it depends on what it is. I mean, if it's just sore, then you might be okay, but it, it it's up to him. I don't know. Because going to put him on Patrick Peterson and have him just get shadowed all game? Peterson should be on Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Well, just so you know, I mean, Sammy Watkins can probably pr- play through anything because he is a reptilian solar being, so... <laughs> um, I'm just quoting what he said he was, so he should That's be right. able to play through that. That's right. Is he a flat earther? I feel he, like he, he was. was. I think he still is. Oh. That's a conversation for another day. <laughs> <laughs> That's our flat earth podcast. I'm down. It's the round circles. There. We, round circles. We meet on flat earth day. Uh, <laughs> once a year. That's every day. That's every day. It's where you only recycle uh, pizza crust cardboards. It's the only thing you recycle that day. Uh, so since the lads are glutton for punishment, we're going to give them the Buffalo and the Jets. Listen, this, uh, listen, this, try to make this worth it. Yeah, this game's unwatchable. I'm, as a Bills fan, I don't think I'm going to watch it. <laughs> is it color and, rush? Um, no, do they still do that anymore? It's rush off the field and hope no one <laughs> My wife's going to be at it. Because Josh Allen's not playing and Darnold won't play either. Exactly. Right? I was just getting to that. Yeah. So it's Josh McCabras, Derek Anderson. So we're going back to 1998. Listen, <laughs> the only thing you're starting in this game is the Bills defense and FanDuel because it's so cheap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's nothing else that I like in this game. My wife's going to be out of town this weekend. I, I don't know what I'm going to watch, but it's not this. I'd rather yeah. paint my floor and watch it dry and then get yelled at for painting my floor <laughs> than watch this game. Um, Jets are an eight-point favorite. Who you take? I'm taking Buffalo in this game because no one's going to yeah. score eight points. This game could That's actually true. realistically end in a 0-0 tie. <laughs> Nobody wants That'd to score. Thing, actually. That'd be great. They're fighting for a higher draft pick, so. It's like in, yeah, they do have the same record. It's like in no, South like Park where record. the kids are trying to lose, and this, whoever, whoever's better at losing <laughs> is going to be mad in this game. Well, I mean, the Bills have the trump card in Nathan Peterman. They can just put him in. <laughs> they, they win. Yeah, Josh Allen is throwing this week, but he will not be playing, and the Jets are at home. So I hope. The, do you think they should put Josh Allen in this week? This <laughs> just year? run him? I think they need to, like I think they need to put He's coming back after the bye is what the goal is from McDermott. So, but is it worth it? Yes. Have, have, you seen experience? Him, have you seen him play? No, I have. You beat the <laughs> But here's who they have. So they have Jets this week. After the bye, they have the Jaguars. Good defense. Dolphins, good defense. Jets again. Ugh. Lions, decent defense. Patriots, good lord. And then Dolphins. Like, I don't think yeah, that's well, worth The Dolphins it. defense is kind of overrated. But one of those games is at home. And the Dolphins' pass defense is pretty good. Dolphins, see, I disagree. I'm starting Aaron Rodgers this week. Well, it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, well, going out on a limb. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for the Aaron Rodgers start over here. In FanDuel, I mean, you've got plenty of options. In They're the allowing 269 a game. That's not that much. It's the Dolphins. And 136 on the ground, so it's like better to run against them. Listen, Kiko Alonso is playing. He will probably crack open a beer at halftime and stumble <laughs> on the field. I'm not worried about the Dolphins. It's the Jets. Whatever gets I'm through. more worried about the Jets in two years than about the Dolphins this year. Hmm. <laughs> That's fair enough. All right, I took Buffalo. 
Justin took Buffalo. Steve, who are you I'm taking the Jets. I I actually Whoa. like McCown in this. I think wow. I think he hits Robbie Anderson for at least one deep shot. Uh, he likes to chuck it up and let the guys go and get it, man. That's not Darnold's game. So, maybe Robbie. You know who's like number two against the pass this year? Yeah, and I'm. I, it's not that I don't like Buffalo defense. I respect them. I just sure. don't think Buffalo is going to have going to be able to give the Jets a couple of short fields. They might be able to win, put up three field goals, and win nine to nothing. Because Peterman's going to throw at least three turnovers. Peterman ain't playing. With Derek Anderson. The old man matchup. Oh, well, when Peterman goes in the game because Derek Anderson gets a concussion, <laughs> then there'll be three turnovers. No, uh, Peterman's going to be in the game. Anderson is still concussed. He hasn't even cleared protocol. Oh, that's why I still hasn't cleared concussion protocol. I don't think he wants to play the rest of the year, to be honest with you. He, <laughs> he literally two weeks into this into his tenure, he said he was sore from practice. So, Are one of you going to be watching on Red then? I'll, I'll be working. Okay. Do you want to have a side bet for how many times they put this game up on red zone? No, because it should be zero. <laughs> <laughs> the only red zone, the only time you'll see them on the red zone channel is when they're at their is when they're buried in deep. It's where they take a punt out of the end zone and get pushed out at like the fifteen. It's where like the host apologizes because every other game is commercial in like, commercial break. break. He's like, "Well, I guess we got to watch the Bills." <laughs> no, I'd rather run a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the stats from the earlier game. Let's just do that instead. All right, we spent too much time on that. God awful game. Okay, hey. next up is Washington. Oh, you you said it. Washington and Tampa Bay. This is in Tampa Bay. It's a pick'em game. Uh, I am taking Washington. Uh, I think they're going to be they're they're a team that you can pick every other week, and I picked them last week and I lost. So that means I have to win this week. Otherwise, there's no real reality in the world anymore. Uh, so Washington against good passing offenses lately. Matt Ryan three fifty and four touchdowns, but that's the first game for Ha Ha Clinton Dix, and it looked like it. He looked very lost in that game. Cam Newton had 275 and two. Drew Brees had 363 and three. Aaron Rodgers had 265 and two. That was with uh, the week after his injury. And Luck in his second game back had 179 and two. Uh, Number one wide receivers are doing well against Washington the last three. Julio, seven for 121 and a touchdown. ODB, eight for 136. Michael Gallup from the Cowboys, if you want to call him a number one. Three for 81 and a touchdown. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick looks good in this game. His two, he has two games with less than three touchdowns. And Mike Evans targets with Fitzpatrick as a starter this year, 7, 10, 6, and 10. I'd start both of them. Low-end quarterback one for Fitzpatrick. Same thing for Mike Evans, low-end wide receiver one. Putting Howard on the bench. I'm putting Peyton Barber on the bench. Washington is really good against the run. Tight ends against Washington have averaged three to five receptions and 20 to 50 yards per game. So I don't like Howard or Brayton in this mm-hmm. game. Uh, Tampa Bay against the run was good. Lately, it's been a little bit different. Christian McCaffrey had 79 and two touchdowns. Joe Mixon had 123 and two touchdowns. Chubb had 80 and a touchdown. So I'd put Adrian Peterson in the RB2 conversation, Chris Thompson in the flux conversation, and Alex Smith is a quarterback one. He's going to be a top 12 this week. Uh, Washington just gives up a bunch of yards and probably two touchdowns. So look for that in this game. Yeah, I think I think you're starting everybody against the Bucks defense, aren't you? Oh, every time. Which wide receiver do you pick? I think I go with Harris. I mean, yeah, he was the most explosive. I think he can make some plays for him. I think give him a shot. I mean, he looked good, and he had 10, 10 receptions last week. Yeah, for 124. I'm guessing he's available in your league right now. Do you know who you should start this week if he plays? Chris Thompson. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. I told you guys, I was I unloaded AP last week for T.Y. Hilton, 
felt like a win last week. We'll see if it continues. I just don't buy AP. I've been trying to sell him all year in my dynasty. Um, I think he's going to get a touchdown this week. He could. But that's yeah. It's been bad against the As of last week, people thought he was RB1. Mm-hmm. Don't think he is. Still not buying it. Set every other Washington man. Stuff. Uh, I took Washington to pick him. What did you guys do? I'm going to take Tampa. Um, I concerned about Mike Evans' ankle. Um, he took. He didn't practice today. He looked kind of hobbled last week. So I think Godwin's playable this week. Him and Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. get along fairly well. Yeah, and Washington's doing real bad against wide receivers lately. So that's probably a good pick. Steve, you feeling the same? I'm taking Tampa. I think they're going to put up a lot of points this week. Nice. Good choice. Good choice. All right. Next up, the uh, surprising 6-2 and two L.A. Clippers uh, against the not surprising 1-7 and seven Oakland Raiders. Uh, Justin, there's a bad team in this matchup. Do you want to tell us about it? Uh, yeah. I mean, that seems to be – listen, I feel like I'm that guy from Bruce Almighty doing the cookie crumble stories. But, hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe if I do pick, pick better, I'll get better games next week. Yeah, exactly. Um, listen, this one looks like a blowout on paper, doesn't it? Hundred percent. Yeah, just want to remind you guys, Melvin Gordon had 19 carries for 58 yards earlier this season, and Drew or Philip Rivers only had two touchdowns. But listen, it's all okay. Huh. Uh, I'm huh. starting both of them. I think it was a, an anomaly. I think Oakland has gotten worse. They've disassembled their roster. They haven't made anything better. Yeah, they had a mini bye week, but there's nothing I like about Oakland. They they do nothing. They gave up three touchdowns to Nick Mullins, and I think Philip Rivers is going to finish as QB two or three this week. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely playable, and I'm I, I yeah I'm taking the LA Clippers in this one. Do you start anyone on the Raiders for the rest of the year? I still like Doug Martin. Yeah. Feels like the only like stable play. Jalen Richard maybe in PPR for like a yeah. bye week flex. But other than that, I yeah. think Gruden for some reason wants to give uh his running backs the most I mean, I think he just literally tries to get I think when the game starts, he wants to escape the game as soon as possible. He wants yeah. to get to the draft and use those draft picks to make his team better. He does. He wants to be back on ESPN. So no, I don't think anyone's played. Well. I mean I, I picked up Martavis Bryant thinking I was a wise guy and instead I'm sitting <laughs> here. White Tiger. Uh, still not getting any calls from fantasy gurus. I mean, he's a he's a wide receiver too now. They got him and Jordy. You got to see him do something. Um, what about Mike Williams? He's caught a touchdown the last two games, hasn't he? Yes, he's starting to look like the fifth round for fifth overall pick. Mm-hmm. What he was. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a lot to spread around. You got Melvin Gordon and Eckler. You got Allen. You got Tyrell Williams. You got Mike Williams. I think Tyrell and Mike, one of those two, is going to mm-hmm. go off in this game. Uh, Oakland just why 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 do we do this? Uh, I got the Chargers minus yeah, ten. I think we're all going Chargers here. Which offense yeah, would you rather have the rest of the way, the Oakland Raiders or the New York Giants without Saquon Barkley? Giants, Giants without Saquon. Um, I would probably go Carr. I mean, they're putting up okay points. They just can't stop anybody, and they're not. They haven't been clutch. I mean, they put up twenty eight. Was it twenty eight against the Colts the other week? They got shut out by the – sorry, they got a field goal against the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, Thursday night games are weird too, though. Uh, here's my thing. Give me ODB 
and Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard and Eli Manning can do something with that. And he'll find has it. Has he? Has he, though? I, I mean, about as well as Derek Carr has. I would rather have Brock <laughs> Osweiler today than Eli Manning today. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Brocktober anymore? No, I don't think so. Uh, do you think Derek Carr would do better on the Giants? Yes. Yes. Do you think it's John Gruden or do you think it's Derek Carr? Both. I think it's the weapons around Carr and just a different scheme. Fair enough. I think he would I just don't think he trusts his line, so I don't think he'd do much better. You look at, yeah. I mean, you, you watch that. It's weird. Game. Like the Raiders had the best offensive line two years ago. It's weird. Tom Cable's gone, though. That's true. Tom the Cable guy is gone. They should bring Bill Callahan back. He does an offensive line. As the head coach? He does a good job. Gruden's going to be there Chuck for at least eight years. Listen, not if, yeah, that's a guaranteed contract. This isn't a player. Callahan could come in and they could trade away Gruden. Yeah, and they'd use the signals and then lose him <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Listen, like Matt all Patricia. I'm saying is just don't be surprised if the Raiders trade away John Gruden. They pull a Cleveland and then trade away John Gruden and a first-round draft pick to unload his contract <laughs> to someone. <laughs> to Brock, for Brock Osweiler. They'll do the reverse Osweiler trade. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We spend too much time on bad teams. All right. Next up is Miami at Green Bay. Uh, Miami's going to go to the frozen tundra. Green Bay is a seven and a half point favorite. Steve, what do you got for us on this one? Uh, Jimmy Graham has a favorable matchup this week. Uh, can he get his third touchdown of the season? He's getting the looks. It's just a matter of reeling him in. So two weeks ago, he had that long bomb, and he, they said he was touched down at like the one inch line. Of course, mm-hmm. um, no Miami tight ends worth playing. Packers are second against the tight ends. It's not. There's nothing really there, anyways. Uh, I would start both of the Green Bay running backs. I I think that's how the Pack win this week. I'd like Williams. I trust him a little bit more just because it's a Jones fumble last week. But I, I see him getting a decent amount of touches this week. Um, I would look into at least starting Gore or Drake this week, especially with buys coming around. They could fill in. Drake's usage has been frustrating. As an owner, I know it's hard to start him. It seems like every time I do start him, he does nothing. When he's on my bench, he does everything. Um, so it's hard to trust. Uh, Packers gave up the third most points to wide receivers. But if you're going to throw that dart and try to pick out which Dolphins wide receiver it is, good luck. Um, uh, Maurice Vantling Scant, gosh, MVS for short. The, the three, the three name Green Bay one that's not Equinamia Saint. Valdez Scantling, if I could pronounce it right. Yeah. There. Uh, he should be able to do well against the middle of the pack's pass defense. Uh, he ran a sub four four in the combine, so look for him to get over the top. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Rodgers got that ag- accuracy. I see a big player or two there. It doesn't take him much. So that's that's kind of my daily start of the week as well is Scantling. Uh, he's fairly cheap, and I think he's going to do a lot of damage in this game. I think that's a good pick. I like Green Bay in this one, minus 7.5. I agree with everything you said. I think Aaron Jones is going to be great in this game. Uh, Dolphins give up 136 mm-hmm. a game on the, on the ground. That's, that's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, I think that's the way to attack. Justin, who you got in this one? Yeah, I'm going to take Green Bay in this one. I, Rogers is my QB one this week. I think he's going to go all out against Miami, pair him with MVS yeah. to get that stack going. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, next up, Seattle, coming out of nowhere and looking good lately against the Rams, who are coming off their first loss of the season, and like we said earlier, going into the Mexico City matchup with. Uh, Pat Mahomey. The only bad thing about that game is it's Monday night, so I have to listen to Jason Witten and what's his face? Tessator. Watch it on mute and listen and to like, an audiobook. 
and like listen to like Booger get like pushed around the field in his giant field blocking <laughs> machine. I think they should put Booger in the stadium or in the. Oof. I think they should replace Witten with Booger, <laughs> or just pay a billion dollars to Peyton Manning and get a good play by play with him. But anyway, uh, Seattle and the Rams looks like a good matchup on paper, right? Has usually well, is in the past. It? Yeah, it has been really good actually. Uh, they did play earlier this year, hmm. and it was mm-hmm. a good game. Uh, so let's see. Seattle's D recently. Uh, Philip Rivers went for two twenty-eight and two. Melvin Gordon one thirteen and one. Keenan Allen six and one twenty-four. Not the best defense that we're used to seeing. Uh, Matt Stafford three ten and two. Carryon Johnson only had twenty-two yards, but Marvin Jones had seven for one seventeen and two. Derek Carr one forty-two. Lynch forty-five. Jalen Richard seven for forty-eight. The Rams, week five, played them. Jared Goff had 321, one touchdown, two picks. Gurley had 77 yards and three touchdowns. Robert Woods had five for 92. Cooper Cup and a half had six for 90 and a touchdown. Uh, and Todd Gurley was four for 36 on receiving. Cooks and Cup both went out with first-half concussions in that game, and the Rams still won. I'll take the Rams at minus nine and a half, and I'm starting – a lot of people on the Rams. I think Goff is a QB one. I think Cup is a wide receiver one. Woods and Cooks, one of them is going to end up as a wide receiver two. And I think if you have either one of them, you feel good starting them uh, because the, the Seattle's defense just isn't what it used to be, especially against the pass. And Todd the God, I mean, you're starting him. It's not even a question anymore. Like, you're starting Todd Gurley. Uh, Rams defense lately, when they played last time, Russell Wilson had 198, but he had three touchdowns. Chris Carson went for 116. Mike Davis went for 68 and a touchdown. Tyler Lockett had three for 98 and a touchdown. That trend has continued, especially on the run, uh, giving up 82 to Kamara, 86 to Aaron Jones, 59 to Mostert. Uh, and then on the receiving side, Sanders had seven for 115 and a touchdown. Kittle was five for 98 and a touchdown. Michael Thomas had 211 yards and a touchdown and a flip phone. <laughs> so he literally went backwards in time. He was doing so well. Uh, I'd take Russell Wilson as a QB1. Ty Lockett is a wide receiver two, and either Davis or Carson is RB4. Carson's questionable, and Davis is touchdown dependent. So if you're in that bye week kind of area and you need to start, throw him in there, man. One of them's going to score. So I will take the Rams minus nine and a half. Who do you guys got? I'm going with the Rams here as well. I think last week was about the first time they haven't beat the spread. I'm going to take them to beat the uh, Seahawks at home. By nine and a half. Yeah. Guys, guys, guys. Chris Carson's out probably this week. Yep. Rashad Mike Mann. Davis. Mike Remember Davis. Mike Davis' first game? Two what? touchdowns? He played against the Rams. Had over 100 yards. It's yeah. pretty good. I think he's going to continue that trend. They're going to try and pound the ball. And uh, I think it's going to work. Taking the 10 points all day. How many, how, wait, what did you say he had? Close to 100 yards, two touchdowns. 68. 60. Well, close. That's close goals. to 100 close yards, to, I guess. You round up, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> um, yeah, let me let me double check. One of our math is off. Thank you. I think my math's off. Hot sec, hot sec, hot sec. Mike Davis, 68 and a touchdown. You have what I said. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you called. You called my bluff. But I am. You're just an accountant. It's not like you're good with numbers. Yeah, it's not your need. No, I didn't do the research on the game. Right? I, 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 I have fake news. So I retract. Yeah, Todd Gurley had 77 but yards and three that touchdowns. That was his. That was what you're thinking of. I was thinking of the Arizona game. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, Arizona. I was thinking of the Arizona game. Um, but yeah, Regardless. he still had a pretty good game. I think Chris Carson came back to the game and had a decent game too. But um, yeah, yeah I, I think they're going to try and run the ball. It worked well the first time. Yeah. Only thing I, you worry about, I worry about not covering is the Rams are probably PO'd they lost last week. So. Yeah, I think the Rams are going to come out hot and they're going to get ready for Mahomie next week. I think that's what they got to do. Uh, interleague play continues with Dallas and Philly. Uh, Steve, tell us about your favorite team. If you guys out there couldn't figure out, we kind of switched stuff around so that uh, we each got to cover our favorite team. Ben's is off this week. So yep. he... Too busy winning. <laughs> Too busy not losing. <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Calm down. I'm going to go with Amari Cooper this week. Philadelphia is top 10 in oh. scoring wide receiver points against. Uh, they just... They haven't covered the pass well this year. If you're desperate and you really, really want to throw a dart out there, Cole Beasley might be okay. Um, I don't know if he'll do great, but, I mean, he still is Dak's security blanket. This is a rivalry game. It's in Philly, too. I, if my if my mind was talking to me, I would probably pick Philly, but I'm just not going to pick against my favorite team because I want them to win. Uh, Dallas doesn't give up many points to wide receivers, but that is not due to the corners being dominant necessarily. They have a great pass rush. What does Carson Wentz do the best? He evades pass rush to chuck it down the field. I think that that's where the points come from this game. I think he makes some magic happen. I think he can keep Golden Tate going and get Alshon Jeffrey going a little bit higher this week. Um, Be careful with Zeke. uh, The Eagles actually give up the fewest points to running backs in the league. Um, I think Zeke's going to see enough receiving action that he's going to be able to keep it going. But just be wary uh, if you're you're obviously not going to sit Zeke if you have him. But just be wary and maybe look at him as a lower end RB one instead of a top five play this week. Sure, Zeke has as many touchdowns rushing as the Todd Gurley did in one game against the Seahawks. Hmm. Todd the God. Yeah, it's been a weird year, right? The Cowboys' offense is kind of they're pre- it's not the same without Jason Witten. Yeah, I think they're predictable too. I mean, teams know what they're going to do. And when they lost Frederick, they just, they can't impose their will on other defenses. True. Yeah. That offensive line is decimated mm-hmm. still, even though it's like two players and, uh, Sean Lee is out. <laughs> Surprising. Water yeah. is wet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so who did you take at Philly minus six? Dallas plus six. I took Dallas. Just yeah. because I'm a fan, I am it's not take, because I think it's gonna what's going to happen. That's fair. I'm taking Philly minus six. Yeah, I, I'm taking. I'm listen. This division is the hardest one to predict. It's the opposite of the NFC South, in my opinion. It's one of the worst in football. Um, yeah. I don't think anyone wants to win the division, so why not? Dallas is going to beat Philadelphia, and it's going to throw it into a spiral. That'd be hilarious. Everyone's three and four, five. And Everyone's the, four and five. If Washington loses and Dallas wins, it is a complete. An utter disaster of a division. The cluster. Yeah, I mean, Dallas and the Eagles, oh. I think, are probably your top two. Washington lost two starting offensive linemen last week alone. Yeah, and they're done. Like They done have done. nobody really and to catch sure. the ball either. So, I mean. Yeah, they're, they're going to fall apart. Yeah. I, uh, that's why, though, I'm telling you today, put it in mm-hmm. your book. If you want to win your league, go get Chris Thompson. They're going to just dump the ball off to Chris Thompson the rest of the season because they can't run because their linemen are hurt. Their corners mm-hmm. are hurt. Alex mm-hmm. Smith refuses to throw the ball downfield. He's going to dump it off to mm-hmm. Chris Thompson. He's the, he's, to right. me, he's an RB1, RB2 consideration the rest of the way because he's going to just get all these dump-offs. I know it sounds like a hot it's take. It's a league winner. But. Hot take. I think people saying hot take is a hot take. 
All right. For some reason, Monday night can't get flexed out. So we get the uh, – this is actually perfect for Monday night. It's the equivalent of the J- of the Jason Witten, Joe Tessitore team. <laughs> the New York Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, boy, this, Steve, I, try to make this interesting. Can I ask you a question yeah. real quick? Does yeah. this feel like – who was it when, when, the, when the Colts were stinking for Andrew Luck? There was a game where there were literally – the winner was going to get the first pick. And the oh, loser yeah. was not. And the Colts ended yeah. up losing. That's what this feels like. San yep. Francisco, if they win, they're in a hole that they can't get yep. out of. And if the Giants win, uh, I mean, Eli gets some more claps on the way out. I don't know. Okay. Uh, San Francisco's minus two and a half. Steve, tell us about this. Yeah, so starting your RBs. Uh, I think Breed is obviously the benefactor with Mostert going down. I think you see big plays from him. They, I mean, this is the opposite end of Snacks Harrison trade. The Giants got rid of, and you're not throwing very easily on the Giants, um, especially with your third string quarterback in there. I don't know. It's pretty good. <laughs> the Raiders made him look good. Yeah, um, the Giants. I'm surprised John Gruden didn't try to trade for him on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you go to the locker room at halftime and just come back out with our union? That sounds good. Tell you what, I'll give you Derek Carr right now, man. <laughs> I had nightmares that about that guy. <laughs> you just throw me for a loop can he rush the quarterback too man that's really good i tell let's you let's get what. him out there on both sides of the field man tell you what he's gonna throw the ball and then get the guy who throws the ball i'll tell you what man if i could make those hooters commercials again <laughs> you're at 10 wings man wow. you know what washes those wings down a nice corona nice first round pick man i'll trade those for a first round pick right now you got a first round pick how many you got give me three what's your 40 time <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, Russell Wilson. Yep. By the way, did yep. you guys? Oh, can I? Did any of you guys go trick or treating last week? Did you get these Raiders tickets? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? People were handing out Raiders tickets last week on Halloween. You That's went, how bad it was. Wait, you went trick or treating <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> by yourself <laughs> with my kid? Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, sure. and they were sure. giving out Raiders tickets. I bought candy because I'm an adult. And I just have a bag of candy. <laughs> I have to go begging other people for it. <laughs> just joking. It was on Twitter that people handing out Raiders. <laughs> People were handing out yesterday on Twitter. Did John Gruden pick them up? Um, he was trying to give them out for first round draft picks, but he found out that there were fantasy draft picks and not not actual draft picks. <laughs> Tell you what, twenty fantasy dollars next year. You can have Bruce Irvin right now. And Stefan Diggs. Did and Stephon Bruce Irvin's already Diggs. gone. He's a he's a Falcon. What? He's a Falcon. You I didn't, didn't see what? that? Yeah, no. No, I saw that. Oh. That was my John Gruden being surprised and John Gruden making me. <laughs> okay. I should, I should take a lot of sleep. Say, man. Breaking news on the podcast. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whenever you're listening to this, this is breaking yeah. news. Bruce yeah. Is on the um, also, Sterling Shepard in this game, I think he gets going. Uh, your, who's, who's your favorite cornerback in the league? Richard Sherman. He's man. on who? ODB, man. So I think you start looking at Shepard's way a little bit more. I think Evan Ingram comes into play here as well. They're, mm. uh, I don't know that Eli is going to be a big play here, but I think he can get it to those two guys specifically. Uh, I, th- I think that, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this Monday night game. There's not a whole lot to like. <laughs> I'd rather we rewatch Buffalo and the Jets than watch this game. <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't know. There's not a whole lot of fantasy relevance. It's like I, I think you're no. starting your, your the San Francisco running back, so you're obviously starting Barkley. Uh, but Shepard and Ingram, I don't. Do you start any of the 49ers wide receivers? Do you even know no. who they are? 
Uh, George Kittle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, George okay, Kittle. So that's a good call. Are you discounting the Nick Mullins effect? I am yeah, discounting the Nick Mullins One week effect. is not a... Hey, it was one week. In the same way that he will soon be discounting farmers and Guys, it was one week against the Raiders. The Raiders. I think yeah. you're discounting this. Listen, Nick Mullins could soon be selling you Big Macs at McDonald's. <laughs> That's a promotion. You. It is a promotion. Or it could be – you know what? I think John Gruden's actually – I think the reason why John Gruden was so mad last week is actually because the trade deadline had passed and he couldn't go get oh, Nick yeah. Mullins. <laughs> his favorite part of the season is over. Like now he's just like finishes bad team and wait for the offseason. I mean, he's just like super simming and Madden now. He's just like, whatever, dude. Get out of here. I don't care. Nick Mullins who? Whatever. Oh, yeah. I took San Francisco minus two and a half. Steve, who'd you take? I took San Francisco. Justin, who you got? I took sleep. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Uh, The New York Giants. Yeah, sorry. Perfect. Great choice. All right. Buy, sell, drop time. All right. This is a uh, one-hitter this week. Des Bryant, Deion Lewis, Demaris Thomas. Buy, sell, drop. Steve, who you got? I am buying Des on the off chance that he can be a good wide receiver. I'm selling Deion Lewis because the price is high. I'm dropping Demarius Thomas because I don't know that he has a price. Fair. Fair. Uh, I'm pretty close to you on that one. I would buy Deion Lewis right now. I think Deion Lewis is catching a stride, and Derrick Henry just isn't showing up anymore because we realize he's bad. So I think he's going to be the only running back there on the way out. I would sell Des Bryant to someone who thinks that he's going to be good because I don't know that he will. Cam Baird just showed up and didn't do anything. It's a hard playbook to figure out. Des Bryant's a smart guy with football, but I don't know if he's going to be able to figure it out in four so weeks that you what, have to play. What would you guys right? give up? You guys work out a deal? Oh, if I'm selling Des Bryant? Yeah. All right, Steve. What do I want for uh, Des? I'm going to sell you Des Bryant. Yeah. Uh, bag of peanuts. What do you want to give up for Des? Bag. <laughs> I'm buying low. You, you said what. you'd buy. Tell you what. I'll give you Bruce Irvin, man. One Bruce Irvin. <laughs> yeah, why didn't the Raiders uh, I'm gonna sell. Up? I'm going to drop the Raiders' Thomas. That's kind of huh? – can I just point out how low that is? Because at one point, Steve traded away a running back for two weeks for Minnesota's defense. He did. And yeah. now he won't yeah. even give you anything. He wouldn't even give you anything for Des Bryant. For for the guy he would buy in this three-way. I watched Des <laughs> the last two years, and I don't think he has it, and I don't think he fits into that offense. You're making a maybe a maybe a, you're maybe a red zone. Have you seen the – you're convincing yeah, you really convinced me to buy Des Bryant. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, when you're playing the game, you, you want to buy low and sell high. So I'm buying Des Maybe. before he plays a game in the off chance he does well. I'm selling Dion because he's coming off of two straight hot games. That's the only reason. I, huh. I like Dion. So you'd give someone up for the guy that you think is going to be worse? Not necessarily. I mean, if, see, if you're getting more back for Dion, I'm not going to sell you Dion for Des. But, oh, okay. I mean... Uh, well, yeah, because I'm in first place. You wouldn't sell me anything. <laughs> Well, listen, I'm Justin. Bring bring some lev- bring some some concrete thoughts to this. Well, what are you doing? Sorry, I was I should have levy on build that and just not showed up to that conversation. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna buy Demarius. Oh, you have to show my Tuesday I'm next week. Buy Demarius Thomas. Um, he played one game and he already has a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's more to come. I sold DeAndre Hopkins in a separate league last week because I was scared that the offense was going to stumble without Will Fuller. I think Demarius Thomas fits in there well. Sell Dion, he's doing well. And listen, I picked up Des Bryant for free today off of a fab league. I have no draft, I have no capital. So the fact that I was able to get him for nothing tells you there's no market to buy or sell. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, who would you rather have the rest of the year? Des Bryant, 
Demarius Thomas, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Cooper. Wow. Dak Prescott sucks, kid. He got a touchdown last week. Listen, as bad as yeah. Dak Prescott is, uh, he at least has to throw the ball to someone. Dez is on the field, and who who? I'd rather have Kamara than Dez. I'd rather have Michael Thomas yeah. than Dez. I'd sure, rather have Watson than Dez. Ben Watson than Dez. No, no, that's insane. I'd rather have my, my Mark Ingram than Dez. Fair. I'd rather have. Uh, yeah, you named like the, I'd, I'd rather like have four of the top fifty I'd players. I'd rather have Taysom Hill than to Dez Bryant. <laughs> Goal line back. Wow. Dude, Taysom Hill's legit, though. He's good. All right, who do you trust the rest of the way out? At RB2, Tariq Cohen, Isaiah Crowell. Steve, who you got? I'm going Cohen based off the PPR usage. I think he has a higher floor. Uh, he's a little game script dependent, but I think when you're looking at starting as an RB2, maybe a flex, I think that floor makes him safe. Isaiah Crowell's floor is basically three or four points, 30, 40 yards. He's not really the receiving back. Uh, and then a term and a much worse offense on the top of that. I'm I'm taking Crow, or Cohen here. Interesting. Interesting. Do you guys uh, remember that I was in first place last week in daily? Yeah. Yeah. You know why I sucked? Because you started Crowell. I started Isaiah Crowell. Yes, my teeth Crowell. are stuck together because I'm so angry. Um, I'm done with Crowell. That was a one week love relationship that was a love hate relationship i had options and i chose to start him and i regret every minute of it so i'm going to go cohen ppr league of course so he, uh if he's not ppr then i guess you got to go crowell but cohen all the way they want to get him the ball. so you're going to need you're going to need jerk reaction <laughs> to having a bad game multiple bad game I and mean, elijah mcguire is the back to own in new york it's not isaiah crowell Here's, here's why it's Isaiah Crowell, over t- specifically over Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen is game script dependent, and the game script is you're winning by a lot. You're, you're, sorry, you're in a close game, right? Or down by a lot. That's when he – They by, probably don't yeah, get correct. down by a lot. Or down by but. a lot. Yes, yes, you're right. Jordan Howard comes in when they're up mm-hmm. by a lot. Here's their remaining games in fantasy relevance. Lions, Giants, Vikings. Lions again, Rams, Packers, Bears. Four of those games look like Jordan Howard games to me. Niners, Giants, Lions, Lions. I think I would rather have Isaiah Crowell in that situation where he is probably going to get more looks than Tariq Cohen will the rest of the way out. I will. So that's why I go do a, you want to do a water bet slash beer bet? What's that? Cohen the rest of the way has more points than Isaiah Crowell. Oh, buddy. wow! This is ugly. This is this is scrapping it. This is disgusting. <laughs> I don't no. I don't want to do. A, I don't want to do a beer bet. All right, but I'll do it. I'll do it for the bucket. I'll do it for this specific question. Okay, but not for not for an actual right, beer. We bet. will we'll board bet of sorts. We'll revisit it. But yeah, yeah, nothing on the line other than pride and making fun of me. Probably. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Loser no, has to know. cover next year. The worst team. Every week. Oh, God. All right. That's fine. I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay. All right. All right. Here's one that was brought up earlier today. Who would you rather have the rest of the way? Dalvin Cook? Duke Johnson Jr. PPR. Go. Give me Duke. Give me Duke, Duke, Duke. Listen, they paid the guy a four-year extension. They want to give him the ball. Uh, had forty. He had 30 points last week, two touchdowns, and – he had nine catches come his way. He only had one carry, so he is very game script dependent. 
but uh, he has no health concerns yet. He had nine catches, those two touchdowns. I think it's a trend that's going to continue. They want to get him the ball. Yeah, I don't, I don't dislike Duke by any means, but Cook's going to come back after the bye. He's going to be healthy. Murray's going to go back to his five to seven carries a game, and Cook's going to take over and probably be a top 12 running back the rest of the way here. Um, he's not game script dependent by any means. He's your typical every down back. Uh, he looked explosive on that 70 yard run he had last week. I'm, I think cook's back and I think he's ready to go. Totally agree. I'm going to go down cook. Uh, I think he showed he is on the way back last week with that huge run he had. Uh, Latavius Murray has been great in his absence, but I think, uh, once Dalvin cook comes back, the versatility of cook is going to take over and be a 70, 30 time share. Whereas Duke Johnson, I think is gonna be on the other side of that. He's gonna be third down back. Nick Chubb's gonna be the one and two and the goal line back. So, I'd take Dalvin Cook in that one. All right, we're going to do something a little different to end the show today. Uh, Since it is pretty close to the end of the fantasy season and everyone needs to know who they should be going after the trade deadline, we're going to do two rounds of a 12-team PPR standard scoring snake draft. What that means is we're going to go through and we're going to pick who we want the rest of the year, any player available to us. Uh, so since I'm first in our fantasy daily league, <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to go first. Round one, pick one. Top oh, no. Five. You stole my <laughs> pick. <laughs> Justin. Who will I even Round one, I pick even two. I can go with now. You've stole my pick. Oh, David Johnson. Alvin Kamara. Le'Veon Bell. Oh, Alvin Kamara, nice pick. Oh. Yeah, Kamara seems really solid, especially in PPR. I bet you Steve's going to take top two players Trey Burton I'm gonna guess it's a supercharger no oh, oh wait oh Saquon. I thought you took oh yeah I'm taking uh I'm taking Melvin Gordon I thought you took Gordon yeah, for some reason I wasn't listening I was looking at who I was gonna pick yeah that's a good choice all right Ben's back up Melvin Gordon all right team number four uh I'm gonna take Saquon ouch Barkley. no Great choice. PPR, man. Why would you not take Saquon Barkley? Because I can the get the, the best of receiver, Adam <laughs> you. Michael Thomas. Adam Thielen has more points than both of them. Uh, yeah, hooked on Thielen. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's true. You're right. You're right. I'm coming back around here with Kareem Hunt. Look at those touchdowns come since week two. Ouch. Ben, you just got nice. a steal here at pick seven. You're jumping for joy. Who? Who? James Conner. Hmm. Yikes. There's so many running backs, it's just silly right now. Yikes. Why would I take James Conner right now? Who are you taking? Uh, nobody. You're James, on seven Conner, James Conner has the six most points at the flex position. Yeah, well, I don't want James Conner. <laughs> take, tell us who you want, Ben. I'm working on it. <laughs> I didn't have my sheet up. Oh, duh. Oops, that's not where we're Okay, CMC, Chris McCaffrey. Yeah. Give me that. Well, as I just said, I'm going to take James Conner here. That's a mistake. James Conner is such a bad choice right now. Right, but I right now, I thought I we were that. talking if we're going back over from the first of, first game of the year. We're going the rest of the way out. Like, who would you who would you want? Like, this is oh, like if you. Are, I think we just misunderstood what we were talking. I thought we were just doing a redraft from the first. So, I mean, my oh, picks would yeah. still stand, but James Conner oh, yeah. would probably change there. Yeah, I'm not going to take James Conner. I'm not going to take... <laughs> Are you going to take Michael no. Thomas? Michael Thomas. 
No, I'm going to wow. take a guy that you're going to give me so much grief over because he shouldn't be going in the first round. More than James Conner? Mahomie. Pat Mahomie in a standard? Ooh, that's small. All right. That's, uh, pretty listen, early. You can't you're put fired. a pre- You can't put you're a fired. price on consistency at that position. Tenth round. That's the price I promise. I would rather have I'm going. Are you serious? I'm going David Johnson with the ninth home. I'd rather have. You're taking David Johnson the rest. You're taking David Johnson. His schedule. He's done with his bye. His schedule is really good. Wow. Sounds crazy. All right. Do you want want me to read his schedule? No, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, actually. We're we're not on. I can see it, but they're not. So So he has Kansas City this week, which is first in points allowed. Oakland next week. Chargers 16, oh. Green Bay 18, Detroit 8th, Atlanta 3rd, Los Angeles Rams 9th, 19th. Wow. All right. All right. You almost got me there. I'm going to take Michael Thomas. The next I just pulled off the stack. I just got Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, but that's two different teams. Listen, just K, just <laughs> K. Listen, all right. Okay, so, so far, Steve has the last pick of the, 12th, of the first round. And then we're going to go back through and. Pick the second round. Steve, who are you taking? Uh, I'm going to probably go Antonio Brown here. Meow. Can we also agree that, like, you said the rest of the way, right? So there is yeah. no, we're not doing 10 rounds. So one of us had to put a quarterback there because you can no. target a I was going to take him with my last team, last pick because, but I, yeah, I just thought more sense. round eight was a little. Michael Thomas was still there. And he took Pat Mahomes. So, okay, here's how I think people should use this, right? We're giving them the best players they should go after. Like, if someone in your league, for some reason, thinks that Thielen is someone they should trade, go for Thielen. Mm. And I would take him over Kareem Hunt and Chris McCaffrey and Pat Mahomes. That's how I'm looking at it, right? I guess, yeah. I guess Pat Mahomes doesn't. Well, Pat Mahomes, I would still target Pat Mahomes over David Johnson. I don't regret that. Oh, for sure. That's fair. That's fair. But Michael no, Thomas, I, no I, 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 I can't defend that. Yeah, that's fair enough. But Pat Mahomes is a good. I mean, he got us talking at the podcast, so well done there. Nice. All right, so Steve. Uh, round two. I guess started off here, don't be, I? Yeah, you're teaming up with Nino Brown. So who are you pairing with Nino Brown? Um, let's go with that one guy that hasn't shown up yet. OBJ. Maybe on Bell. <laughs> Julio Jones. I'm thinking Lev Bell. He's gonna go. Lev Bell. Oh. Interesting. Stack some Steelers. Mm-hmm. Oh man, See, I'm going the yeah. opposite way. I'm gonna stack Tyreek with a little. James Conner. Yeah, there you go. So Lev Bell taking one pick before James Conner. So why do you why do you take Conner rest away? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I don't think Lev Bell comes back. He might not come back, and hmm. um, you get a possible RB one with a possible wide receiver one. Yeah, I think uh, I think if you're a Lev Bell owner, you should trade him immediately. Hmm. He should be off your team. If he comes back, awesome. If he doesn't, though, he's in Pittsburgh. Get rid of him. He's playing basketball. Get rid of him. That's fine. Whatever. I mean, here's what I think. Is, okay. I, I want photos though, because I don't know how fat he is. <laughs> if he's my size, yeah. is he playing Jamar- basketball Jamar- or is he Russell watching basketball? Size? Listen, if he's my yeah, size, right. it's not good. Did he go <laughs> trick or treating? He's going. He's going for the <laughs> Jerome Bettis look. <laughs> really paying <laughs> off. I think that James Conner. I think that because James Conner is doing so well, the Steelers have made an illegal backdoor deal with them. To say you don't come back, we won't refranchise you, and we're all fine. They save fifteen million bucks, and Lev Bell gets to leave. That would be perfect. What if he wants to stay? But who knows? Who knows? He doesn't want to stay. That's insanity. Okay, so with Michael Thomas uh, coming back in the second round, I'm going to pair him with Julio 
Jones because that guy is still there and he is the one, two, three, four, eighth best. I mean, in flex position. Come on now. Give me that all day. Steve, who are you praying with David Johnson? You guys are going to call me crazy here, but I'm going Zach Ertz. It's funny Ertz. you went tight end because I'm going to go ahead and stack Pat Mahomes with <laughs> Travis Kelce. Travis Kelce. Hey. Well, that's a, that's a good choice. Uh, I'm going to stack Christian McCaffrey with Devontae Adams, the guy who catches every touchdown from Senor Rogers. Kareem Hunt is going to go with Odell. ODB. Yeah, he hasn't been picked yet. Yeah, you know me. But you know who has been picked? Pat Mahomes. Hmm. Travis Kelty. Lad, who are you pairing with Thielen? Who am I going to pair with Thielen? Well, we have a wide receiver one. You're probably thinking to yourself, we need a good old running back, don't we? I have a guy that... One really good one on the board. I I know, I was thinking the same thing. Leonard Fournette. Wow, not what I was thinking. But all right. Possible RB1 the rest of the way. Pair with your wide receiver. Totally. Totally. Love it. Uh, Saquon is going to get his best friend in the form of Zeke. I'll take Zeke. He's still on board. Right. How are you feeling about that line? I mean, in all honesty, you traded for him. I traded him away yesterday. Differently, You don't like the trade I did, and I don't like it either if Lev doesn't come back. But listen, um, what are you thinking about him? Are you really that high on him? He hasn't really broken 18 this year. Here's what I think. I think if you can get him and have him be your RB2 or your flex, you're crushing it. And if you're getting him to be your RB1, you should have some worries. Yeah. But if you are the type of team that's making a deal at the end of the deadline to bolster your flex or RB2 position, you can get Zeke 100% on doing that deal. Yeah. He's RB9, which is surprising in PPR, but he just doesn't feel like a strong RB9. No, he doesn't. He's not... He's not Zeke of 150 and two touchdowns every game. Mm-hmm. Like he's not competing with Todd Gurley anymore. But he is consistent, and he is the thing that that offense looks for. So I'll take that all day. No one's competing with him. No one's gonna like come out of nowhere and like take. So can I, can I just? I want to throw this stat out there for you guys. So here's your top five points in running backs. You got 260 for Gurley, 218 for Kamara, 208 for Connor, and 203 for Saquon. Those are your top four. Then that falls mm-hmm. down to 198, we'll say. So top six are all in the high 190s. Then it drops down from mm-hmm. six to seven to 180. Then it goes from seven to eight to 160. And then it drops mm-hmm. off a cliff to Zeke at nine at 141. Mm-hmm. Is that not insane to you? That's normal. I think that's normal distribution for just running back points. Yeah. Especially like, like the top half of the running backs have been going. They're getting like tons of receptions. Yeah. Tons of touchdowns, like they're just going off. I mean, when you think, so, yeah. when I mean, you think RB one, Zeke in the flex, though. When you think RB one. That's what I was yeah. saying. That's what I was saying. RB two, RB three, run them in there. You're great. But yeah, RB one. You're expecting yeah. more than that for sure. For sure. That's why I think a lot of team, a lot of players are realizing, especially in like auction, you need to have two RB ones. Yeah. Need to because one of them should be in the top five. The other one should be in the top ten. That'd be fine. All right. Sorry, so I am back on the clock. First pick here, I had Alvin Kamara. Did you skip my pick? Do we even say it? He did. No, sorry. Aaron Melvin right. Gordon with James White. It's a good pick. PPR the rest mm-hmm. of the way. That's I like that. If you can get James White right now, like if someone's like middle of the pack and has James White and doesn't have a wide receiver, trade your wide receiver for James White. I don't care who it is. See, 
Make that I'm deal. gonna go Sony Michelle. Oh, Sony them back, back. They have. They don't. The defenses are gonna go up against aren't that amazing at stopping the run. So, sure. there's a very obvious pick here. Ones. At the next pick, yeah, I'm gonna take. Are, yeah, okay. Don't worry about it. Right here. Yeah, right here. <laughs> it's like yeah, how has he right, not yeah. been picked? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna go nuke. Hopkins with Todd the God and that team's going. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Number one running back. So here's the team at the end of receiver. It. Yeah. So we have Todd the God and Nuke. Alvin Kamara and Sony Michelle. He's number two, Steve. Melvin. That's what I said. Oh, okay. Sorry. So number one running back. Melvin Gordon with James White. Saquon and Zeke. Thielen and Fournette. Hunt and ODB. McCaffrey and Devontae Adams. Pat Mahomey and Travis Kelce. David Johnson, Zach Ertz. Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, Tyreek, and James Conner, Lev Bell, and Antonio. And just so you know, Team Eight, um, I may have screwed you, but you're going to have the best quarterback. <laughs> Listen, and, if it's a quarterback, if it's two quarterback leagues, you're winning. You got it. Already. So those are the players we think you should target in the next couple of weeks or a week as your uh, trade deadline approaches. Uh, yeah, so we should be. Uh, yeah, trade deadline. So what? Are you, what is your guys' thoughts on the trade deadline? What do you? Are you? Is it okay? So let's say you're in the top half of the league. Uh, you're on the playoff line. What are you doing? I tried to bolster my line, and then you went out there and made the best team. The, I mean, you literally are the best LA team. Rams. So um, I usually try and bolster. I, I was so I'll, I'll, I'll fill the league in on this, and I know Ben, you disagreed with me. We talked about it over the weekend, and Steve, I think you did too. But sitting at, I started out at spot ten. Um, it was actually a four-way tie to get to six. But I have the third least amount of points scored in the league. So I shook it up and traded away AJ Green with fear of injury and New Hopkins for Zeke and Cooks. And then I flipped Zeke for Lev Bell, Shady McCoy, and uh, Juju Smith Schuster and um, Robert Woods. So I, I took a gamble there. If Love Bell comes back, I just got a couple legit wide receivers and an RB one back for RB nine. Mm-hmm. So, what do you? What do you think, what, why did you think that was a bad trade? I think uh, Love Bell is not going to come back. So I think you traded an RB one with, like I said, no competition mm-hmm. for a good wide receiver on the best wide receiver core. Uh, second fiddle to Antonio Brown, which Juju's been like the sixth, like top 15 wide receiver all year. So that's actually a good pickup. Uh, and Shady McCoy, who is not Shady McCoy old. Yeah, but his, his, uh, his, uh, he's going to, he has no one to compete with now. It's just him. Sure. It, I mean, it's him against the offense, though. Well, like, yeah, but he's, he's been, if you look bad. at the stats, he's been giving up a lot of carries to Chris Ivory. For sure. So, yeah. I mean, do you understand the logic? I mean, you're in 10th. Yeah, it's, it's redraft. There's no keepers. You're just yeah. like, I'm going to go all yeah. out and get these players and see if I can't turn it around. For sure. Yeah. yeah you just you just flipped your whole yeah. team, which is what you want to do, especially if you can do it for like one player or two players. <laughs> that's, that's how you go from bottom to the top. If I'm near the top, what I want to do is I want to target a position that I've had trouble with all year, like tight end, flex, or quarterback, and bolster that with whatever I can – do without touching my starting lineup. So if my starting lineup is deep enough that I have good bench players that would be starters on other teams and I can flip those into starters on my team, 
hundred percent. I'm doing that all the time. I don't care if I give up four players for one, I'm getting a starter back. That's mm-hmm. all that matters. My bench, I can reload. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. I think my strategy going in is I'm looking at the bottom half saying I've got Mahomes I can keep for $6. I have Sony Michelle I can keep for nine and I have Cortland Sutton I can keep for six, five. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at, I go, I have too many guys that I can't keep. I have, I don't think Breed will be worth much next year. Cause, uh, was his name coming back? I mean, yeah. Hopkins, I could keep okay. for like 50. It's not like it'd be a terrible deal, but I'm looking at, I'm trying to, I'm trying to trade one of these guys to upgrade for somebody that's looking for a keeper value next year. I'm sitting right, right now in eighth place. I can get, all I need to do is get to six. So right. I'm trying to upgrade my lineup by giving somebody value for next year. That's mm. where I'm at right now. That's what I'm trying to do here. Coming down to the, the end of the deadline is I'm trying to find out what I can do to upgrade my starters now and give up value for next year since I can't keep everybody anyways. But right now, so sell off. So since you have extra for next year, sell off what you have extra for this year. Yeah. Cause your next year's already. Yeah. Set. I so. mean, basically what I'm trying to do is trade Sony Michelle. He's got value. He's got a good schedule coming up and he can be kept next year for eight or $9. But what I want to do is mm-hmm. get a wide receiver one or a running back one that can help me win this year that's going to be a little bit better, more workload, more consistent in my own sense. Sure. I think Michelle's sure. yeah, great on the way idea. out. I just, I'm training 15 points for 20 points is what I'm trying to do. Totally. I think that's, yeah, I think that's all good strategies to go for. Uh, yeah. Any other last minute thoughts before the end of our week 10 prep kit? Le'Veon Bell is going to be back on Tuesday. Sorry, not Tuesday. I would say he's I'm going saying to be back Friday. on Wednesday or Thursday. Friday. Friday, he wants to get he, a paycheck. He can, yeah, this week? he can still be on the exempt list before that game on Thursday. So I wouldn't be surprised in the day next day or two. Uh, he's not going to come back. He's not playing this year. I think he's yeah. coming back tomorrow. And he's going to get a paycheck tomorrow. Never. Are they in Carolina? Or is it? What did you say tomorrow? It's in Pittsburgh. I think. I think he's going to play. I think he's going to show up tomorrow. That's what I would do. I mean, that's the way to do it. That's yeah, that's hundred percent what you should do if he's gonna come back next week anyway. All right, Love Bell. If you're listening to this, don't show up. Mm. Uh, but we thank you all for showing up and listening to our podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Roadmap. We also have a WordPress blog that we're putting out there. We'll be putting that up on our Twitter account as well. And subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, add a review, like us, whatever you have to do to get our name out there. We like that you're listening. Make fun of us. We hope you have a good week. Yeah, I mean, please make fun of us. We're obviously <laughs> great at this. I'm in first place. And these guys are fun to talk to. So I'll keep them around. But we thank you for listening. We hope you have a good week. We'll see you all week 11. Yep. Have a good week. Good luck. Adios.